Good morning, everybody. Again, it is a beautiful morning to be here. I am so glad to be here to see you all. It's been a busy week, and I'm glad just to slow down and worship with you all this morning. I want to start on read some scripture. I want to read one verse. And it's the verse that I, I, I referenced in the children's message. It's Romans 8, 28. It says, We know that all things work together for good for those who love God who are called according to His purpose. This is the Word of God for us, the people of God. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank You for that Scripture. Thank You for those words. Lord, thank you for, for blessing us with such a wonderful place to come and worship you. This morning, Lord, I just pray that your words flow through me, that each person here, each person listening online receives the message that comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, things all the time don't look like they're working out very well. Have you ever had that happen? Again, it, sometimes I can lose something that's hanging on my ear. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, back several years ago, golly, this was, this was in the 80s. I was fairly young. had a job that the individual called me to come to work for him, and, and he made me a couple of... of uh, he gave me an opportunity to work, and then I was going to get to a level where I was going to make some, I was going to make enough money to live on. Let's put it that way. And when I first started, I wasn't really making enough to live on. Thank God for Rhonda, um, always. But there was a promise there, and that promise was eventually, you know, when we got these things lined up, they were building new, you know, when we, everything lined up, they were putting me on this pay plan, and I was going to make enough money to live on. I thought, well, man, this is going to be great. And it happened. They fulfilled their promise just like they said. So things are going pretty well for several months, maybe even a year. I can't remember. And then all of a sudden, we, we changed management, kind of changed ownership, but changed general management at least. And the new general manager comes into my office. And the other thing when I came, they, we had somebody else leaving, and I was getting ready to gain some more responsibility. So I thought the new manager was coming in to pat me on the back and... Kind of tell me how good I was. And he did. he did. He said, man, you were doing an awesome job. We appreciate you so much. I said, all right. And he's in my office. He's behind my desk. And I'm sitting here listening to him. I'm like, man, this is great. He said, but the only thing is, we can't pay you what you're pay we're paying you. We can't afford it. And I said, well, it took me a long time. You know, I came here for, you know, for this package, and it wasn't like I was making a ton of money, you know, but I was making enough to live on. I, and I said, I, I can't work for what I was working for before. He said, well, you know, we appreciate the job you're doing. You're going to have some more responsibility, but we can't pay you that. And I said, he said, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to get my jacket right there. I'm going to go to the house. So I told him. So he kept talking. And I said, okay. He said, what, he said, what are you going to do? I said, I told you, I'm going to get my jacket. I'm going to get my car and I'm going to drive home. He said, you're not going to give me any notice? I said, you didn't give me any notice. But, no, I said, yeah, I want you to notice me getting my jacket, getting in my car, and I'm going home. 
And I did. And I got home before Rhonda that night, which was rare. I, I, I usually, she usually beat me home. And, and I got home, and she said, why are you here? I said, well, I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> and she said, oh. So Rhonda was traveling at the time. And she's getting ready to go on a trip that Monday. This was a Friday afternoon. And that Monday, she's getting ready to go on a trip. I went with her. Man, we had a great time. And while we were gone, I started thinking, again, I'm 24, 25 years old, and I'm thinking, you know, there's some things in my life I want to do. The Lord's blessed me, but there's some things I want to do. So I made this list of things I wanted to do in my life. Let's see, I wanted to see the Grand Canyon. I finally did that. Let's see, I wanted to do this. There were so many things, and Rhonda's pretty practical. I don't know if y'all have gotten to know her that well yet. So I show her the list. When we get back, I show her the list. Actually, I think it's the night before we came back. I show her the list, and she reads it and says, that's awesome, but it's not complete. I'm like, what do you mean it's not complete? I've got like 100 things written down here. She said, yeah, but nowhere does it say you're going to get a job. <laughs> I'm like, man, she's always thinking about the details, man. So, lo and behold, the Lord took care of us when we got back in town. It was before cell phones, so nobody was able to reach me. One of my competitors actually had called and left me a message. said, hey, we'd love to hire you. And I went to work that next Monday, so I took a week off. You know, it was basically what I did. So it, it, it took care of itself. And I don't encourage people to just walk out on a job, but I didn't feel like I had a lot of choice at that time. That's why, you know, I was in sales for so long. Uh, I negotiate everything. I like to negotiate, but I won't negotiate a man's labor or a person's labor. Because that makes a feel. You can't tell somebody one day they're worth something, the next day they're not worth as much. Now, if you're selling me something, that's free game. I'll get it for as cheap as I want to. But if you're coming to fix something at my house, I'm going to pay you what you ask. So, and that's kind of the way I felt, was they thought I was worth less than what I was. But again, the Lord took care of us there. The Lord's blessed me my whole life. And again, a lot of it's because of uh, allowing me to marry pretty well. Uh, it's kind of helped me. But really, when I look at things like this, when I look at that scripture, I think about things throughout my life that didn't go the way I planned. Some of the things were worse than this, in my opinion. Maybe not Rhonda's, but in my opinion, they were worse than this. The Lord took them and made with them what they were supposed to be. But really what I like to look at is food. I like to look at food. I'm not a good cook, but I'm pretty good at eating. I know some good cooks, which works out really good. But if you look at cookies, I like cookies. But if you look at all the ingredients, if you look at all the ingredients in cookies by themselves, some of them are good, some of them are bad. True? Salt's good, but if you take a spoonful of salt, that's not real good. Um, sugar's good, but if you eat too much of it, it, well, it don't taste good if you eat too much of it, but it also does other things. Flour is pretty bland or bitter. I don't even know what it is. Now, chocolate chips I can eat by the bag. Raw eggs, not so much. Bacon soda. Kind of a bland taste, almost. Yeah, it's uh, not real good by itself. But some of those things that are listed right there are pretty good by themselves. Some of them are not. But the thing about it is you can take those ingredients and you can put them in the hands of somebody that knows what they're doing and you get that. Same ingredients, when they're mixed together 
when, when there's a plan and, and they're mixed, mixed together and they're baked, now you can eat them before they're baked, but they're not as good, in my opinion, they become what we intended for them to become. They become what they're supposed to be. Even though everything that goes in them is not real good by themselves. All together, all together, they make what they're supposed to be. You see, God takes the same things in our lives. Man, I've had some great experiences. I can tell you stories of things that I've been blessed with I don't deserve. But I can also tell you stories that, again, are a lot worse than the one I told you just now that's happened to me that I've dealt with, that I've, I've um, had to listen to. I've had to go, I mean, but I'm thankful for all those experiences because it's made me who I am, which I'm not who God wants me to be yet. I'm not there. God's still using me. He's still using me. I'm still experiencing some really good stuff, and I'm experiencing some not-so-good stuff. God's still taking those things and shaping me into who I'm supposed to be. And He's doing you the same way. You see, things happen to everyone. Good things, bad things. And I'm not discounting the bad things. Man, I again, I... So many times in my life, I think, how can I take the next step? I mean, that's how some of the bad things I've had. But the best, the best encouragement I ever got was from a man when I was really struggling a few years ago. And I've used this line several times. You've probably heard it, but I didn't, it didn't originate with me. But he looked at me in the eye and said, you know what? I can't take this from you. I wish I could. He said, but... I can't even carry the burden for you, but I know who can. He said, one thing I'm going to promise you is I'm going to walk with you every step of the way. I'm going to be there. And it's going to be okay because we're going to give it to the Lord right now. And he's going to use this experience to shape us into who we're supposed to be. You see, life can be a lot like cookies. There's times that are bitter, times that are raw, times that are dry, times that are bland. Bad things happen. Good things happen. Again, some of the ingredients in cookies don't taste good by themselves. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. God's still in control. There's things going on right now in the world I don't understand. There's things going on in my life right now, my family, that I don't understand. All I can do is give them to God. I can give them to God. On my own, I can't do a whole lot with them. I can't make them better. I, man, I'm a fixer. You, you probably noticed that. I want to make everything okay. I can't. It frustrates me because I can't. But I can put them in God's hands, and, and he can take care of it. I want to remind you what Romans 8, 28 says. It says, we, all, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. It doesn't say that all things are good, does it? But all things work together for the good when we give it to God. 
The Bible is full of some great examples of this. Joseph is one of the best examples. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. They wanted to kill him. They changed their mind. They sold him into slavery. If anybody had an opportunity to be bitter, it was Joseph. He was there. Heck, he goes to work for Potiphar. He's got a good job, and then they call, all of a sudden Potiphar's wife accuses him of something that he didn't do. He gets thrown in prison. He could have been bitter about that, couldn't he? No, Joseph had a gift of interpreting dreams while he was there. He interpreted a couple of dreams for some guys, and, and, and they appreciated it. And they said, hey, Joseph says, hey, remember me. When you get out of here, remember me. And they didn't. They didn't remember him. Not until they needed him. Then all of a sudden, Pharaoh needed him. And one of them said, oh, wait, there's somebody we're in prison with that can interpret dreams. We need to bring him back. So he comes back, and he, he does that. And all of a sudden, he's in charge of all, all of Egypt. There's a famine. He saves people's lives because of where he was. Do you think he wanted to be sold into slavery? Do you think he wanted his brothers to, to despise and hate him so much? No. But do you think he was bitter? No. He was not bitter. He still loved his brothers. Matter of fact, when they came to see him, before they even knew that Joseph was their brother. He was taking care of them. He was giving them extra food. He was giving them money because he cared about them. Joseph put into God's hands the things that happened to him, and God used him. It's what we're called to do. Genesis 5.20 says, Even though you intended to do harm to me, God intended it for good in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today. See, God's still in that business. When we give it to God, even though if somebody intends to harm us, when we give it to God, God can still use that in a positive way. Don't make sense to me. I can't understand it. I'm not there spiritually yet where, where, where I can say, man, that's just the way it works. You know. But I trust it because I've seen it. Again, I don't know how he does it. There's other stories. Esther... Uh, Paul, matter of fact, Paul, when he wrote a lot of the New Testament, was in shackles, and he didn't know if he was going to live from one day to the next. He put his situation, instead of, instead of feeling sorry for himself, he put his situation in God's hand, and God used him. God used him to shape Christianity. God inspired him to write so much of our New Testament. John, when he wrote the book of, of, of Revelation, was exiled to, a, to an island. Again, he put it in God's hands. God used him. Again, not all things are good. Not all things are good, but when we put them in God's hands, he can mix them and blend them along with the good and make a beautiful creation. He has a plan for your life. You're not perfect, but his plan is. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not for your harm, to give you a future with hope. God has a plan. We just need to trust it. We need to take all those good things, bad things, just like the ingredients of cookies. And again, those ingredients of cookies would never be anything if it was left up to me. But when I give them to somebody who can make cookies... 
That's what it is. Again, God has that same plan for us. He has a plan. He has a plan to use us for the furtherment of His kingdom. But we've got to put it, again, in His hands. We've got to get out of the way. I love John 3.30 when it says, I must become small and He must become large. Or I must, uh, there's a couple of different versions I read. But anyway, I've, I like to relate that. Less of space, more of grace. When I get out of the way, God can use me. If I try to control everything, I don't do very good. I mess it up. Left up to me, things would still be bitter, raw, and people would still be hurting. But when we give it to God and we give Him the glory, He'll make the bitter better. He'll make the raw ready, and He'll comfort the hurting. See, Christ lived a perfect life. He suffered and died for our sins. And praise the Lord, He rose on the third day. And He's still alive today. We're blessed with the Holy Spirit. We're blessed with God dwelling in us right now. Are we ready to follow that plan? Are you ready to follow the plan for your life? The plan He has for your life? Are we ready to give, up the, or to give the good and the bad together and give it to God and let Him shape us into who we're supposed to be? To do that, you have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the first thing. If you're here today, you're listening today, and you don't have that relationship, I would love to pray with you. I'd love to tell you that, that you know what, no matter what you've done in your life, no matter how many bad things you've done, no matter how many bad things that have happened to you, God still loves you. You're still made in His perfect image, and He died for you. And He can still use you. Again, the other day I talked about getting distracted. If, if, if we are... Christians and we've accepted Christ our Savior, sometimes we get distracted. If we need to be mixed back in that batter to start being directed back to God so He can use us. Man, I'd love to pray with you for that too. Again, God still has a plan for all of us if we get out of the way. And I pray that this week as we go forward that we give it all to God and just trust in Him. Again, we're not going to understand everything. There's things that have happened in my life I still look back to now. I don't want to say I'm bitter about it, but I still don't understand them. But then I look at what I've been blessed with. And I look at where I am today. And how God has used all that for this moment. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, uh, for being in control, Lord. Thank you for taking care of our every need. Lord, thank you for using the good things, Lord. Thank you for blessing us with the good things. But also, thank you for taking the things that we may mess up or that may be messed up in our life. Lord, that you mix them, we, you mix them with the good, Lord, and you shape us into uh, what we're supposed to be as we follow your plan. In Jesus' name, amen.